0: Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle, an ex-lesbian podcast with myself. I am your host, Jessica Newsom. I wanted to talk to you guys today about living for God rather than ourselves. Someone requested this specifically, and I thought to myself, this definitely would be a good topic. Maybe we don't think that we live for ourselves, and we think that we're living for God, and we're being obedient to God, and we're keeping God at the center, but I really wanna just take this moment to examine ourselves. In the United States of America, the things that we collectively struggle with the most seems to be a a sense of pride and arrogance, maybe in what we're called to do as maybe a career, right? We are aiming, our goal, our focus is, Getting the promotion, getting the job, getting the car, so that people will look at us as successful or aspiring for greater um, or just, you know, goal oriented, whatever the case is. Maybe we as Christians are so wrapped up in the day to day of our job that we aren't really putting God first. And what I mean by putting God first is. The Bible says that (laughs) Jesus said that I have to go so that the advocate can come, right? And that advocate, the Holy Spirit, will lead us into right living. That advocate will lead us into righteousness. And basically, the advocate, the Holy Spirit, will be Jesus right there walking with us, showing us how to live kingdom minded, how to live with a kingdom mindset and how to live right unto God. And I pose this question to you. How can you, and I don't mean this you know, out of condemnation at all, I'm just posing this question. How can you as a Christian say that the Holy Spirit is leading you if you aren't spending time with the Holy Spirit? What do I mean by that? Are you spending time in the word? I'm not saying looking at you version for 15 minutes and then getting up, getting in the shower, getting ready for work and all that stuff, that's okay, but it's not great. And I'm speaking of myself too. I am in school right now and I am working and I have a lot of tests going on and I am not hardly spending the time that I want with the Holy Spirit. I am not. And the, what I see is the fruit of that. And so when I see the fruit of not spending time with the Holy Spirit, I'm seeing more of my flesh beginning to take over. And that's a red flag. And I have to come back to the word of God. I have to readjust my priorities. My priorities have become uh, out of whack, out of sync. And I have to readjust so that I am on that path of righteousness, so that I am on that path that God has put me on, that God wants me on so that I can flourish in him. God wants us to be whole in him, lacking nothing. That's what God wants. He wants us to be whole and complete, right? And so if we look at ourselves as, I don't know, pick anything, I don't know, puzzle, right? If we're whole, we are complete. We're good to go. But Many of us, I will honestly say the majority of us, I'll go ahead and say that the majority of us are walking around not complete and not whole in God. There's so many areas in our lives that God wants to tackle, that he wants to touch on. There's so many levels and there's depthness to God that we cannot even uh, have not obtained yet right? And so if we're always trying to gain knowledge just by the pastor, we aren't going to get there, right? Deep cries out to deep. The more we grow in God, the more we keep God number one in our lives, the more we're spending time with the Holy Spirit, the Lord will take us deeper and deeper into the revelations and the mysteries of his word. And he'll begin to just make us whole in him. When we're whole in him, we aren't focused on outward things. We aren't focused on the fact that this hasn't happened yet. That hasn't happened yet. And therefore I am sad, right? A lot of us are feeling sad and upset and worried and distraught because certain things have not come together in our lives, right? And that is just another manifestation of that realization that, hey, I am not whole in Jesus Christ I'm not whole in him because if I was I'd lack nothing this is a mindset change things can go on around us and we be whole in Christ and we're good not to say that we don't need certain things and I'm not saying that at all but we have peace that surpasses all understanding. Even if we have a lot or we have nothing, we have peace, right? We, we are okay with not having the things that we think we need in life. And so when we're talking about living for God, rather in our, rather than ourselves, let's go to Matthew six thirty three. it says this, but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. Let me say that again. Matthew six thirty three. but seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. So we're supposed to seek the kingdom of God first. First and foremost, in order to have it right, to get it together, we need to seek the kingdom of God. Everything else will fall into place. God'll handle everything else. The things that don't fall into place, the things that will stress us out, that will hurt us and frustrate us. God's got all that. Seek ye first. Seek first of all the kingdom of God and his righteousness, right? And so if we're looking at a kingdom, think about your fairy tale kingdom, right? Um think about uh uh how in a kingdom there is the head, there is the king. And underneath the king are his confidants, right? There are people who he is close to that he tells a lot to. He tells to them more than he would ever the people of the kingdom, right? It's almost like you having your best friend. You will tell your best friend certain things about you that you won't tell other people. Why? Because other people can't handle that, right? I tell my inner circle the good, the bad, the ugly. They don't judge me, they encourage me. Iron sharpens iron. If I was to tell you some of the things that I go through as I'm going through it, you might be like, man, Jessica doesn't need to be ministering to the people, but my inner circle knows that I am human, knows the, the calling of God on my life, and, and their mindset is not an earthly mindset where they judge right? So when we're looking at a kingdom, there is the head, there's his inner circle, whatever you want to call it, right? Um, There's like literally names for the different uh, classes under the king, but it goes all the way out to the people who live within the kingdom, okay? And we as Christians, we could live in this kingdom if we seek God first, spend time with God. If we are uh, leaning into the Holy Spirit so that we can get that fresh revelation, that understanding, uh, those, the stuff that you're seeking from me right now, the reason for whatever reason you turned on this podcast, for whatever reason you're watching this on YouTube, you're seeking something, right? And you're seeking it from me instead of the father. Now, if you're a babe in Christ, okay, fine. Like, okay, you, you can get, um, even if you aren't a baby in Christ, like you could get some good stuff from me. But I am not the one that you should be going to as, as, the, uh, as the Holy Spirit, right? Like you need to go straight to the source. I shouldn't be your number one source for all things godly, for how to live a life pleasing unto God. That is not me. That is not my job description, right? I am here to lead you to the father, but you have to go gain that for yourself. And so when we're looking at a kingdom, there are people who are living in the kingdom these are people who are are leaning into the holy spirit spending time with god in worship and in prayer and then the holy spirit begins to just speak to them then things begin to change in their life they begin to die to themselves and they begin to live for god they are no longer upset and irritated when someone butts in front of them uh, in line they're just totally at peace and they're like well maybe they just you know had a, a you know you know they're they're just busy or oh i'm not worried about it right we begin to look like jesus who was full of joy full of peace who had holy anger right that's what it looks like to seek ye first the kingdom of god and his righteousness we begin to look like the person that god told us to emulate which is jesus christ it is him who is the founder and perfecter of our faith if we look at hebrews chapter two, it says, looking to Jesus, the founder and perfecter of our faith. It is him. He is the perfecter, right? He brought everything together for us. He took this Bible and he's like, okay, let me show you how to walk it out. Okay. And so we have to have a kingdom mindset. Matthew six ten, it says this, your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. This is a prayer. Okay. This is part of a prayer. And it says your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So our prayer should be that God let your kingdom come in my world, right? Let your kingdom come here around me. I want to live in your kingdom. I'm tired of living outside of your kingdom and being ruled by forces outside of your kingdom, ruled by anxiety and worry and frustration and, 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 and sexual promiscuity and pornography and lust and all this stuff. God, I want to live in your kingdom. Let your kingdom come. Father God, let your will be done. Not my will, but your will. And as we grow in God, as we grow in Christ, Jesus we really begin to understand what it means when when we pray let your will be done because we know that our will (laughs) is so flawed we think we know what we need and we want and we may very well need and want those things okay fine but it's not about what we want or what we think we deserve but the more we seek after God the more again we die to self And we're focused more on the things of God, loving people, loving ourselves, loving people, ministering to people, laying our lives down for our brothers and our sister, sharing the gospel, being full of the goodness of the Lord and wanting to share that with the people around us. Your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Do it here now, Father God on this earth. Do it in me, through me, around me. Use me as you do in heaven, right? And so we have to have that type of mindset of what it means to live within the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God, it's like an umbrella over our head. We have to live underneath it. If we step from under it, And we go out into the pouring rain right and we're like i'm gonna do life my way and we step out under the pouring rain and we slip fall bust our tail we're trying to be our own god we're trying to do things our way god's like no i need for you to stay right here this is where i want you god created you you didn't create god that's for somebody god created you you did not create god you did not create yourself so he knows you more than you know yourself he knows what you were created for he knows your purpose he knows what it means when you are whole and complete in him that's how you get the goodness that's that's how you get um that fullness of the God of of, of God in your life that's how you get that peace that's how you get that harmony that's how you get that right living that's how you get that right understanding and mindset we have to stay close to the king and you can live in the kingdom, right? But you can get even closer to God if you want. When Jesus was oh man, who yeah, when Jesus on the was on the mount of transfiguration, right? And he went up there and there was a cloud that covered and he was speaking to Moses and two others. I don't even want to assume like I have two names in my mind, but I don't want to assume and be wrong. But Jesus was speaking to them. Why was Jesus speaking to them? I mean, I assume Jesus would just speak to God, right? But Jesus was speaking to Moses and two others. They were in Jesus's inner circle. Jesus's disciples, his 12, they were in his inner circle. They got closer. To Jesus than the masses around them why 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 did those people who walked with Jesus you know their conversations went deeper than what we have in the Bible right like there's there's more to the day-to-day conversation of those 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 years that they walked with him right you can't fit all of those conversations in the Bible why did they get so close and others didn't tell you this, Jesus told each and every one of them, hey, I'll make you fishers of men, right? Leave your family, leave everyone and follow me. If you do, you know, you will reap the rewards of it. You will have a peace that surpasses all understanding and it tugged something on the inside of them. God is tugging you to get closer to him. And if you're willing to let go of everything, You can have that deep connection with God that is just deeper than what you could ever dream or ever imagine. But we have to say, okay, I'm going to die to myself. You know what? God, you want me to uh, 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 focus more on you, dig into your word. Okay. And the more we do that, man, our mindset begins to change, right? And now we're thinking kingdom minded. We're just like, man, I just want to minister the gospel to people. I want to love people as Jesus does. And now next thing you know, the the career path that you put forth for yourself begins to change because the Holy Spirit is changing you and you're beginning to, to, to walk in 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 that which God has called you to walk in because you are more than the career that you picked when you were 18 you are more than than just flipping a coin and saying okay well i guess this is what i'll do for the rest of my life forget that god created you for a purpose he developed you intricately in your mother's womb and so the more we focus on him we will start to see things begin to shift i uh you know, was on my trajectory of law enforcement and, you know, all that stuff. And God's like, drop it. We're going to take a left right here. If I was not focused into the things of God, if I did not die to myself and say, God, I want more of you, like let my flesh die. And I'm beginning to see the fruits of all that stuff. I would not have been sensitive to the Holy Spirit when he said, we're changing jobs. We're changing careers. I got this new path for you. And to this day, God is showing me the path that he wants. God is leading me just like he's leading you along your journey. It may not look like the promise. It may not look how you want it to look. You may have a couple detours because we messed up. We got something wrong. We're going around the, uh, the, we're we're stuck in the wilderness a little bit because there's things that we didn't want god to change in our life just yet but god is still taking us along the path that he has set for us if we stick with him through the ups and downs we'll be good He knew that you were going to mess up. He knew that you were going to make the wrong decisions. He knew that you were going to struggle in this area. He knew that that area was your kryptonite. He knows all these things. And yet the Holy Spirit still called you. The Holy Spirit is not surprised by your downfalls and your mess ups and your slip ups. So give grace to yourself. And kingdom living. Let's look at Hebrews chapter 12. It says this. Oh, chapter uh, 12, verse 11. It says, for the moment, all discipline seems painful rather than pleasant, but later it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness to those who have been trained by it. So we just said, right, to seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, this says it yields peaceful fruit of righteousness. What does discipline discipline and we will be trained by it. So righteousness is discipline and practice that will yield right living and a proper mindset. Discipline sucks. It, it really does. It's difficult. It's frustrating. Um, um Because we don't get everything right on the first go round. And if you are, if you have an A type personality like I do, it frustrates you when you mess up, when you slip up, when you aren't getting A pluses in every class that God has you in. It's frustrating when you are struggling with your flesh and struggling with your mindset and you're just in that wilderness and you're going around and around and around and you're just like, man, God, I, oh, this is frustrating. I know what to do. But I'm struggling with doing it. I'm struggling with doing it. Have grace for yourself. Have grace for yourself. God has grace for you. I'm not saying do whatever you want. Not saying that at all. But I'm saying stop beating yourself up. Get up. And decide to make the right decision instead of leaning into your feelings my feelings always want to go astray. My feelings are of this earth. But the decisions that I make, I can choose to make kingdom minded decisions. There are so many people who think they're living in the kingdom of God, but they're exiled. They're on the outskirts. They have a form of godliness, but that's about it. The outside of their cup is clean. It looks good. They look Christian. They seem Christian, but the inside is filthy. They are not living in the kingdom of God. They do not have the mindset that God is calling them to. Don't be a person who is on the outskirts of the kingdom thinking that you're in the kingdom. Live a life pleasing to God rather than living a life for yourself. Many of us are just so sad, so worn down. And a lot of it is because we're living for ourselves. We're trying to live for God, but we keep living for ourselves. And that well keeps running dry time after time again, and we feel it. So I want to encourage you today to decide to make the right decision daily. I'm going to decide to read my Bible, decide to spend time with God for 15 minutes before I you know, hit the ground running. I'm going to decide to take that thought captive to the obedience of Christ. I'm gonna decide not to answer that phone because that's, that's, a, that's a trigger for me. I'm gonna decide to go to church today. I'm going to decide to spend time in worship with God. I'm gonna decide to not hang out with that person because man, it's not what God has for me and it, they keep leading me away from God. They're good people, but they aren't helping my relationship with God. I'm gonna decide. To say no to sin and to say no to my flesh. Make the right decision. You aren't going to be perfect. I'm not perfect at all. (sighs) But it's about the decisions that you make on a daily basis. I hope that you guys enjoyed this. If you are someone who wants uh, to have some one-on-one conversations with me, and you're just like, man, Jessica, this message just hit me and... I got some stuff that I want to talk about with you. I want to share my life with you. I need some advice. I want some help. Um, I don't know anyone who I could share this with, so can I share it with you? Yes, you can. You can share it with me. Go to www.loveatthecross.com. Send me an email, okay? Send me an email. I will get back to you within 48 hours. I'm a little busy right now, but please send it. Uh, send me an email and I will get back to you as soon as I can. I want to talk to you. Um, we, we talk via Zoom and um, um, everything that you share with me is confidential. Um, it's confidential. I don't share it with anyone else. Um, if you are under 18, I do need parental uh, uh, permission for you to speak with me. Um, But yeah, hit me up. I am here for you. That's what I'm here for. And I love it. I love speaking with you guys. Um, I truly do. All right. Thank you for tuning in to The Victory is Greater Than the Struggle. This is an ex-lesbian podcast with your host, myself, Jessica Newsom. See you next time.